You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Were you guys not nervous? I mean, I was still in the fetal position on my bed. Oh, because sure. Because it was so stressful. But, like, yeah, we did what we did in that Super Bowl, how many years? Four years ago? Three years three. ago? Anyway, three um time flies that did you're right feel more dramatic this was also dramatic though but in a different way I don't know I it was still stressful until the end for me oh it was stressful I just didn't think it was Nick's right like it's not that the game wasn't stressful and again it's gonna go down as one of the better Super Bowls ever but insane it's just like when when the final tick happened you're like yeah you know part of it is Nick is because I don't think this is it no. I don't think they're just going to get to two and be like, well, good day's work, guys. I think we're fine here. No, I expect more. I expect another one after this one and maybe another one after that one. And so, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's weird. It had a very different feeling, but you know, in a weird way, Nick, like even though they didn't win the World Series, I thought the 2014 run for the Royals was way more fun. I had even more fun watching the 2014 run from the Royals than 2015. I know it sounds stupid, because one culminated in a World Series title. But it's just like, sometimes it's like, once it, once, like you say, once you realize you can do it, it's just got a completely different feel. Like you're more business about it. Let's go do this thing because I know you can. I mean, we've kind of already answered this question. Huge career start for Mahomes thus far. Is he already as good as anyone not named Brady? Uh, Answer is yes. He is currently the second best quarterback in NFL history. Um, Nick said he's the best, as in the most talented, which I would probably agree. He is. Because, um, like, most of... Yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's no debate. He's he's the best quarterback that's ever no. played. So, and I agree. He is the most talented, like, you know, the best, whatever. Like, so, from just an accomplishment standpoint, though, the only other guy I would even entertain in this conversation is Joe Montana. That That's it. The only other guy I would, like, dip the toe in the water of. He has already surpassed Peyton Manning. Like, I just want you to, like, by age 27 season, let's put him compared to Tom Brady for a minute. By their age 27 season... Tom Brady had two Super Bowl rings. Patrick Mahomes has two Super Bowl rings. Tom Brady had two Super Bowl MVPs. Mahomes has two Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, Tom Brady had zero MVPs. Mahomes has two. Tom Brady had 97 passing touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes has 192. He has 5,000 more yards by this age than Tom Brady. He has accomplished just as much as Tom Brady had by this age. He's better than all of them. You know, you're like, is Peyton Manning one of the best quarterbacks of all time? Yeah. You know what? Patrick Mahomes is better than him. Patrick Holmes is better than Peyton Manning already. And it's not even like an absurd thing. It's not like this is a chief podcast and we're being ridiculous. It is a fact. He is the most talented quarterback to ever play the position. And when you see it, it's obvious. Like you're going to go back and you're going to watch these clips the way people talk about like Jim Brown or Barry Sanders or those guys, Nick, where they're like, oh my God. Yeah, I kind of get how he was so great. Like you're going to, you can, you will just witness it. Like it doesn't, it's just there. It it triggers when you watch his play. I just, there's not a single, like Montana maybe because he was a truly great quarterback and he won four Super Bowl rings. 
But everyone else, I'm not even entertaining a conversation with. He's way better than any of those guys who won more Super Bowl rings but weren't nearly as talented like Terry Bradshaw. In a pre-free agency era of football, the only guy left to pass, in my opinion, is Tom Brady. Yeah, there is still a level of accomplishment that he needs to accrue. Like, I, I get it. Like, I get why Tom Brady is the unquestioned GOAT, and that's fine. But in terms of just... <laughs> <laughs> good for him and no i that, that yeah it's like the most nonchalant way to call somebody like the best to ever do it but i get watch, it he's maybe you know <laughs> you just, yeah. you watch mahomes you see a guy who you know six years into his career five years as the starter has mastered the game has mastered the most difficult position to play think about what has happened over the last year in the afc championship game last season he played the worst game we have ever seen him play as a professional quarterback. Then he lost his number one target in a trade. And he replaced him with a bunch of guys. Like, we can say what we want about Juju, about MVS, about Sky Moore. They were a bunch of dudes. Juju may yeah. end up in Kansas City again next year, but he didn't do anything for the Chiefs that, like, nobody else could do. Like... Nobody's sitting here saying only Juju could have had the season that he had. No, he was a nice piece, but that's what he was. He was a piece, and Mahomes said it in the preseason, and it came true. He, he reiterated it again on Sunday night after the game. He said, I told you guys it was going to be Travis and then everybody, and that's exactly what it was. And the Eagles knew that going into the game, that they had evolved as an offense, we're going to do this short, underneath, quick passing. We're going to get the ball out really quickly, and our guys are going to make dudes miss. They knew exactly what he was going to do, and it's exactly what he did. And he was nearly flawless against the league's number one defense. Like, What else do we need to see him do? There are no question marks. You mentioned Peyton Manning, Cody. Peyton Manning had question marks for a long time into his career. Yeah. Is he going to be able to win the big one? Like, I, re I remember a time when we questioned Peyton Manning's ability to win big games. It wasn't until Super Bowl ring number three where anybody talked about Tom Brady in a historical context. We are five years into him being a starter, and it is already abundantly clear that he has nothing left to prove unless he just wants to beat Brady. That's it. The only thing he has left to prove in the rest of his career is chasing Brady and Joe Montana. Like that's over rings. It. That's it. Yeah. We do realize one more so ring right, would make him one more ring would make him tied for fourth all time in Super Bowl rings. He's 27. Just one. One. And he'll be top four in rings. Not alone all the other stats, by the way, which he obliterates any other quarterback before the age of 27 in. Touchdowns, yardage, winning percentage, MVP. It doesn't matter. Name the stat and that's it. Nick, I think you'd point it out in a regular show. Patrick, so there are only three other quarterbacks in NFL history ever in their entire career who have accomplished leading the league in passing touchdowns, leading the league in passing yardage, winning an MVP, and winning a Super Bowl, and winning a Super Bowl MVP, right? So just like, oh, look at all these accomplishments. It took them their entire career in some cases to do it. Mahomes did it in a single season. He did all of those things in one year. He didn't have to, like, accrue them over time. He led the league in passing touchdowns and yardage this year, which, by the way, aren't his first time. He did those in his second year in the league as well. He's now won his second MVP, and he has two Super Bowl wins. It's like, 
it's it's hard to imagine. This is the most blessed time ever to be a Chiefs fan because you have not just a generational quarterback, Nick, like you had said. Like you probably say that if you're like, wow, we got Justin Herbert. How often do you get a quarterback this talented? We're, we're talking about a completely different level. Don't ever bring up Joe Burrow to me. Or <laughs> don't bring up, don't, don't bring up Josh. Do not bring up a single goddamn quarterback. There's not a single, he is in his own little class. It's not a 1A, 1B situation. <laughs> this is a one and then several numbers before we ever have a conversation before we get to the next best quarterback. There's a clear, clear separation. And not only... I mean, obviously, yes, the things he does on the field are incredible and he will go down as the best once it's all said and done. But the fact that he's such a good dude off the field, I think like, how lucky are we? He is grounded. He's gracious. He's humble. He's a leader. He's competitive. He has exceptional character. Like he's just a really great guy on top of everything he does out on the football field. He's so great. I'm ready to ask for a better quarterback. Yeah. He's so great. I'm ready to draft his kid now. They can just give him like, (laughs) I'll give him $50 million right now. He can, we'll just, we'll hold a spot. Had I known they were all at Disneyland on Monday, I would have gone down there. You probably I didn't know have. until it was too late. I had to go to a Kings game and I was like, why didn't no one alert me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an hour and a half down the road. Oh man. God, you could have been there. Huge missed opportunity. Huge. Oh, and I also love the part where guys, I called this too. The MVP won the Super Bowl. I said it was going to happen on Sunday and it did. Broke that dumbass. We need street. to keep a record of all of the things they've gotten right this year because it's a lot. You know what? Honestly, this is one of the times that um, being the ultimate optimist, easier for that. You pretty much check <laughs> all the boxes. You'd be like, hey, I felt the Chiefs were going to do everything. Imagine. And you're like, yeah, good point. Uh, they did do all those things. So I can't even argue it. This goes back I to do- the same thing. It's not being a homer if you're right. Like, oh, you guys all picked the Chiefs to win. They won. I don't care. Yeah, you know, have you all seen this team play the last four years? What's what, not to love? It seems so yeah. silly because it makes fans like us so incredibly sufferable. Like, I just want to make that clear. Oh, I know yeah. we think that like Chiefs fans are the nicest and that, you know, Midwest, you know, charm. <laughs> they, people are going to start hating us. People are going to start hating us as fans, not because we did anything wrong, but just because of what we stand for. Like, my buddy, I think we're I, winning. I referenced my friend who's a Cowboys fan a couple of weeks ago. He sent me this text last night. It says, hey, man, congrats on the Super Bowl. Must be pretty neat to have so much success to talk about on your sports radio shows. <laughs> and my response to him was, it honestly sucks. Like, the Chiefs are somehow too successful. There's nothing interesting to say about them, which obviously nobody is going to feel <laughs> sorry for me for, but there is a level of wow. Like, what, what else can you say about the team that has well, just accomplished everything? <laughs> It feels, it feels so like, so we do, we do 20 hours a week, right? In Kansas city, we do this podcast uh, three hours a week, but it's like for the 20 hours a week, you'd be like, doesn't it seem kind of insincere? Let's just call it week seven next year, Nick week seven chief struggle against the, you know, the jets in some game. And we're like, I don't know about that run defense. You'd be like, shut up. What's wrong with you? Do you think this matters? This is just like one of those, like, it's like telling someone who has like a terminal disease about like, what the weather forecast looks like two years from now. You're like, I don't care. None of this matters. <laughs> like, It feels so like some of the other conversations we have feel so trivial, but yet we can't go on the air or on this podcast, Kayla, every day and just say, you know, um, I don't care about any of this. I will talk to you guys in February. You're like, but you gotta say something, right? You're like, nope. See you in February when the time matters. Your friend sounds like he was being kind of uh, I think he might have been being sarcastic there, Nick. I don't want to say for sure, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking I sent I sent some sarcasm. 
<laughs> are any of you guys really close friends? Like you, you said that's a good friend of yours. Kayla, do you have any really close friends who aren't Chiefs fans that is just like, they're just so sick of this success already? My dad and brother are both Broncos fans. Ooh. Like they grew well, up. Well, that's Broncos. why they don't like us. Oh, dude. If I were a Raiders fan, I'd hate the Chiefs so much. Like even Raiders players were tweeting during and after the two would be like, God, I hate the Chiefs so much. And you're like, really? You oh, yeah. You should. You should hate the Chiefs so much. They're but I feel the like bane the, the guys existence. on this team are so likable. I to feel like. Us. Ah, but there's a certain amount of winning, Kayla, where that's wiped out. This is the amount of winning that happens. The no, you could be the nicest person who ever walked planet Earth. Someone, someone in my mentions, when tweeting out that Travis Kelsey, like getting emotional, he's like, I wish he wasn't, you know what? I wish he would just like win with some class, you know, like Jason, like his brother does. Clearly an Eagles fan. I'm like, Jason once wore a fucking genie costume. What are you talking about? Nobody wins with class. Everyone <laughs> shows everyone up. That's. That's the point of Super Bowl. That's what you get to do when you win. What you, like, because he called what? The Cincinnati mayor a jabroni? Now all of a sudden he's no good? <laughs> no, no. It's just like, if you win this much, Nick, as you pointed out, everybody hates you. Oh, to answer your question, Cody, most people out here are Raiders and Chargers fans, so they already hate me for that reason. But, like, my co-host at the Kings was, is an Eagles fan, so we had some fun with that. He was not happy. Um, I want to bet. But, yeah, I mean – People are still happy. They congratulated me. They're like, well done. That was great. I feel like it's split. Some the people who don't like the chiefs are because they're either AFC West division rivals or we beat them at some point. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. The more this happens, the worse it's going to get, but the price we pay is winners. <laughs>